just to tell a story about God's amazing grace. And this is a story of reconciliation, of forgiveness, about how God can heal marriages. Mm-hmm. We know that the divorce rate is high in our country in general, but especially in the military. It's at a very high level right now. And we just have peace knowing that God is going to restore marriages with this film. I cannot wait in a few days when the movie opens. We're going to all read stories on social media where everyone shares a lot of their stories these days about how God is putting families back together. Respect for our military, a renewed love for our country, struggles of life that families seem to battle, and a call to serve others above yourself. That's exactly what I walked away with when I was invited to the red carpet premiere here in Memphis to see Indivisible. Today we welcome the director and co-writer of the movie Indivisible, Dr. David Evans. David, it's an incredible film. Well, Byron, thank you so much, and we appreciate you being with us at the red carpet that night. And it was a great time to celebrate God's anointing on this film, which, as you said, opens October 26th nationwide. We had about 350 screens or so with the grace card, and and God's really almost quadrupled that with this amazing story, true story of of an Army chaplain, which I know we're going to get into. But, uh, yeah, we're so excited and just uh, happy to share this movie with your listeners and the information we're giving out today. 2009, David, I had the opportunity to be behind the scenes as you created your first motion picture, which was the Grace Card movie. That was your really first endeavor to bring a film to screen, to let others to see just how passionate you were about storytelling. That's right. Uh, you know, I grew up making little home movies with my, my, my little brother and uh, transitioned into drama in high school and college. I wrote and directed a passion play at my home church, Calvary Church, here in Cordova, Tennessee, um, and then saw Fireproof 10 years ago. Can you believe it's been 10 years now since the movie Fireproof was, was released in theaters? But that night changed uh, my direction, and I realized that what God had been training us for was to tell stories ab- about him and his kingdom outside of Shelby County. And now yeah. the grace card is in over 50 countries, and uh, only he knows what is going to oh, happen with individuals. I don't know if I told you the story or not, but you know my son Josh, my yes, oldest son Josh. Of course. He is married to a young lady from Nicaragua, right? and he was living for a couple of years in Nicaragua, and every few months he had to make sure his visa was updated. And so at one instance, he had to go to Costa Rica to renew his visa. Coming back on the bus in Spanish, they were playing the Grace Card movie. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness, that's that, that's incredible! Isn't that yeah. amazing? And and I've heard I've heard stories like that where people are watching it on a plane, on a cruise ship. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, that's that's how God works, you know. And when He gives us these stories, that He tells us we have to we have to make known to His to His people. Exactly. How do you feel, David? Your movie creating appetite has changed today compared to when you first started with the Grace Card. Well, you know, Byron, back back then when when the Grace Card was released in theaters, 2011. There were two Christian movies in theater that year. It was The Grace Card and Courageous. And now here we are many years later, 2018. You know, last year, for example, there were like 16 or 17 faith-based or Christian films released in theaters. People now demand higher quality, I believe. They expect more. If you say this is our faith-based film that we're going to share with you, the expectations are different than they were back in 2010, 2011. The bar has been raised by the Kendrick brothers, by the Irwin brothers. I hope we have helped through Indivisible to raise that bar higher. Um, You know, 
I, I would have never thought back then that we would make a movie with an, a live orchestra, uh, a score written by a, a fantastic composer. But here we are. You know, God's God's allowed us to do things that we never dreamed possible. Uh, but, uh, you know, as Proverbs said, commit your plans to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So that's what we've tried to do, Byron. I've never read a book on filmmaking. I've just tried to listen to the Holy Spirit and say, okay, God, guide and direct us. Bring us the people, the cast, the crew, whatever we need to make this movie possible. Well, this movie, Indivisible, is based on the real-life story of Darren and Heather Turner, as you mentioned the Turners. Uh, How did you discover the Turners? How did you find out about them? And before we go there, I remember maybe as it had been five years ago, you and I went to lunch. Yeah. And you said, hey, I want to kind of let you know about my next movie project. And it was related to a military story, actually a military chaplain. That's right. Because your brother Mm -hmm. has served in our armed forces. Was your brother a chaplain? He was not a chaplain. He was security forces for 25 years. But part of that is what gave you the inspiration. That's right. But the story took a completely different turn from the time you and I sat down at Jason's Deli and talked about it. I remember that day exactly. And uh, we were just sharing sharing the excitement only about the grace card, but what God put in my heart for our next story. And uh, shortly after we met Byron, I came across the story of a true story of an army chaplain and his wife whose marriage had broken apart after a 15-month deployment to Iraq. And, um, you know, I never thought about a soldier. You you hear all the time about soldiers and the divorce rate in our military and what marriage struggles that, that exist there. But when I heard that it happened to a chaplain, I kind of view a chaplain as almost like the pastor to the troops. And really they are. Right. They are there to hold it all together. If if a soldier walks into the chaplain's tent in the middle of Iraq with something on their heart, the chaplain has to be there to listen and pray with that soldier. But when I heard about it happening to a chaplain, God just put in my heart that this is the story we need to tell. This is what will speak to people. And they will see, you know what, if it happened to a chaplain, you can see how easy it is to happen to anyone else. So this story of Darren and Heather Turner, you know, is the first, really, Byron, the first war movie ever made, a, deal, a movie that deals with war, based on a true story where the person that's being portrayed is still in active duty. I don't know of that happening anywhere well, before. Did you have to have any kind of special permission? We did, and that slowed the whole process down. So after I spoke to you that day uh, and, and we talked about, about our next project, it took a few years just to get over that first hurdle of getting the Army to give us the green light the powers that be that get cutting through the red tape to say, okay, you, you can tell his story uh, because we tried to express how much we feel this is going to have an impact on, on the troops around our country, around the world. Because if, if, if marriages can survive a deployment, you know, it, it's a, it's a good thing for the military. It's a good thing for any branch of the armed services, yeah. not to have soldiers going through that when they're in the middle of a deployment, they need to have a strong marriage in a, in a, in a and, and knowing when they return home, that husband or wife is going to be there waiting for them, waving an American flag with their children, welcoming them back home, not not show up and, and nobody's there for them. It, yeah. It's so important. Yeah. What was the most difficult scene that you had to shoot in this film? Uh, well, you know, Byron, uh, th- there were so many, so many uh, scenes that were easy to do because of the planning we put into it. But I believe, you know, we, we shot in Memphis for a month and then we went out to Sa- Santa Clarita, California where we used the actual sets that Clint Eastwood had built for American Sniper. The cool thing was that a lot of the sets they built weren't necessarily used in the movie, so we had untouched sets there, an entire Middle Eastern village uh, waiting for us when we got there. So I would say that the most challenging scenes were the scenes that we did out in Santa Clarita, 
we blew up a car. We we had numerous uh, scenes that required stuntmen. And so, again, Byron, I'm an eye doctor. I've never uh, sat in on a, even a lecture talking about how to lay these scenes out. But God just told us, go out, plan everything before you even start shooting in Memphis. And that's exactly yeah. what we did. We went, took our whole team out, spent several days orchestrating those scenes so that when we went back, everything was there. And, of course, we had to have a snake wrangler every day because uh, of the rattlesnakes in the area. And um, my wife bought lots of uh, cowboy boots uh, to, to combat the rattlesnakes. Fortunately, we were okay. But uh, it was it was an adventure. Funniest thing that happened to you on the set. One of the things I remember bringing great joy is my wife rented a golf cart because she wanted to help drive people around. So one day uh, everyone got together and decorated her golf cart, uh, <laughs> and they put Queen Esther on the her name's Esther put Queen Esther on the front of the golf cart and decorated the golf cart, and that brought a lot of joy to me just to see okay here she comes and she's there. Yeah ushering actors around from from location to location and we we had fun with that talking about the actors seasoned actors sarah drew and justin brewing two incredible actors incredible incredible yeah. i yeah. mean how did you get a cast like that? i mean not just these two the whole acting cast yes is incredible yes one of our producers darren mormon who lives out in los angeles had a meeting with sarah drew about something unrelated to indivisible he said hey by the way i've got a script that i think you should read many of your listeners will remember sarah drew from mom's night out that came out in theaters a few years ago she's an incredible incredible actress of course able to carry this role so efficiently because of the dramatic work she's done for many years on the show Grey's Anatomy and she portrays a, a believer on that show as well she has a great heart solid christian testimony she read the script said i have to do this movie a short time later she expressed her desire to come on as an executive producer in the movie uh, and in turn that allowed her to reach out to some of her actor friends uh in in the community there in california um, and 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 really, because of her connections, we were able to bring in actors to this movie with our limited budget, uh, and and God just allowed us to have an incredible cast that we never never imagined that we would have for this movie. You know, it's funny when you were actually filming the scenes here in Memphis. There was a lady I don't remember her name. She stopped by the studio. She's a flight attendant for an airline, but she also has a resume of some acting and voiceover acting too. So she was dropping off some information if I needed somebody to voice a commercial. I said, well, I don't have any particular job for you right now. But I said, hey, you know what? David Evans is making a movie right now, and here's some information. And then I forgot about it, and I guess six months later, I got a voicemail on my phone here in the office. And she said, I just want to thank you for telling me about that movie because I got a part in it. Wow. And I don't know what her part was. or yeah. <laughs> It wasn't one of the main parts, right. but she had some acting part in the film. Wow. I'm not familiar with that, but... Again, we we have we have people even in our in our crew that just ar- that arrived at the church and said we want to be part of this and, and where our production office was at Calvary Church here and we had so, hundred literally hundreds of extras from from Calvary Church and other churches in the Memphis community that came out and and supported the film both in front of the camera and behind and and that's how it all came together. David, share your heart if you will about the importance for a biblical view of life to compete at the box office to be a movie of excellence. Yep. So one thing I'll say about that that I think is an important point, Byron, is less than 1% of the population in America today is connected to the military, like with a spouse who's serving or a child who's serving. And um, God really put in my heart that through the eyes of a chaplain 
what what an awesome way to introduce people not only to to the role that chaplains play a greater appreciation for our troops but also just to tell a story about god's amazing grace and this is a story of reconciliation of forgiveness about how god can heal marriages mm-hmm. we know that the divorce rate is high in our country in general but especially in the military it's at a very high level right now and we just have peace knowing that god is going to restore marriages with this film i cannot wait in a few days when the movie opens, we're going to all read stories on social media where everyone shares a lot of their stories these days about how God is putting families back together. In light of families being splintered by conflict, distrust, messed up priorities, I mean, I really feel that this is the perfect time for this film to come to screen. It is. Uh, one of the scenes that really touched my heart is when you talked about that deployment Justin is going on that bus, and his little girl runs and jumps in his arms. That just ripped my heart out. Yeah. I spent a time living on the island of Guam with a missionary organization. Guam is a strategic place for our military, for the Navy and Air Force. And so I saw families I went to church with all the time having to be separated because they were being deployed to Iraq. They were going sure. on a ship. I saw the pain. I saw them trying to hold things together. Absolutely. There's so many scenes like that, Byron, that, you know, th- this movie's for everyone, whether you're married, whether you're not married, whether you're connected to the military or not, there are characters and scenes in this film that are going to really speak to everyone. Regardless of your beliefs, uh, um, it's a movie that's going to speak to your heart. And it's not like one of the movies, Byron, that oftentimes we'll go see and you walk out of the theater and you say, well, I just wasted two hours of my time. It is a movie that I've heard from so so many people that they're still talking about it days after they've been to the film. Uh, and I think it's a, a, just a, a great way to experience patriotism, Yes, uh, what, what Christ can do in our lives and, and healing relationships and so many different avenues that we explore in the movie. Any stories related to the early screenings, which I know you've taken some across the country, feedback from people, specific things that have stood out to people that have seen the film so far? Yes. Well, one of the most exciting things, Byron, was I couldn't wait to get this movie in front of cha- actual chaplains. And so we've done a couple of early screenings with small groups of chaplains and their spouses. And, of course, we're all excited to to bring in the cameras right after the movie ends and say, tell us what you think. But in all of those instances, no one's been able to speak right away. They've all needed time and said, hey, we want to talk about it, but just give us a moment to just kind of digest what we've just seen. It it is powerful. Anytime I think people react that way in a movie, I think we've done our job. If we can take couples who are going through challenges where hope seems lost and offer them a solution uh, and and ways that, hey, by putting on the armor of God, as we demonstrate in this film, you can protect yourself when you face those, those challenges in your relationship. I want to take you back to that night that we were at for the premiere at the Orpheum Theater. There was a special presentation that took place. The Tanner family, Heather and Justin, and the kids were up on the stage, and they did a presentation to you personally. They did, totally unexpected. So Darren Turner, who served in in Iraq, has has been there multiple times. Um, And I said Justin, Darren Turner. Darren Turner, right. He pulls out a a flag that was flown in in Baghdad uh, at at Falcon, at at the base where he was stationed. Uh, presented me with his flag and, and a poem that he wrote uh, for his family when he returned home at, at, at Christmas. And wow, my my uh, my! I couldn't. The tears just started. There flowing. wasn't a dry eye in the house, right. Dave. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, it, it was so beautiful, Byron. And again, just how what this family has, has been through, the trust they placed in us, their children. You know, it, it's it's just a beautiful story and one that's never been told. Nothing we're, like this. We're living in a time that the country seems to be divided. 
in so many ways. What do you see as some of the positive unifiers that get overlooked about our country? Well, I, I just think that, um, Byron, you know, we're always in an airport or in a restaurant. We see someone in uniform there. I hope that this movie gives us all, including myself now, yeah. a more courage to walk up and just take that person's hand and say, thank you for your service. Time and time again, I've seen notes from people that have seen early screenings of individuals, and they say, I have such a greater appreciation now, not only for what our troops are going through, but what our families back home are, are, are going through while that mom or dad, uh, you know, son or daughter is, is deployed. Um, everyone is, is, is suffering to some degree. Yes. And when you take that parent figure out of the equation for a year or a year and a half, things begin to break down very quickly. Even, even of course, at the time of, that Indivisible takes place, 2007, 2008, we didn't have Skype and, and FaceTime. But even with that, it's still not the same as having that person physically there yes. in the same room. We just pray for our troops, and especially for those troops that will be bringing their spouses to watch this film. Right. Great things are going to happen. Well, I know that the release of the Grace Card movie, as we mentioned, there was special materials that were created, Bible studies and ways that groups could come together. Is there similar resources? There are. We we focused on that just simply by going to the website, indivisiblemovie.com. There's a special section that says resources. And and for people who are connected to the military, there's separate resources versus folks who are not connected to the military. We want to drive people to, um, you know, uh, con- make connections for where, where they can get help if they need help. And there's a 50-day Bible study uh, journal that's being released uh, at the same time the movie comes out, uh, a nice hardcover book that people can do a Bible study together. Couples can do that together um, at smallgroup.com. That's LifeWay's um, um, website, uh, smallgroup.com. There's an entire four-week uh, Bible study that churches, small groups, Sunday school classes can do that focus on the film. It's free for the first 30 days, so it's available to everyone with clips from the movie. So uh, great resources like that. Um, uh, also through through Family Life, through Warrior's Journey. Those are some of our partners that are also on the website. Those are so valuable. As you talk about life changes, people's hearts are moved, and they can participate in any yes. studies. Uh, what about for you, particular ways that making Indivisible, you feel, David, has changed you personally? Well, Byron, uh, you know, I, I think it's been a, a, a long journey. One thing that it's done for me, Byron, is, is really helped my marriage because, you know, Satan attacks hardest when you're close to a breakthrough, and we know we've been close to a breakthrough with this movie, Byron, but right. but my wife and I have been attacked over and over again, and, and, and you know what? When we talked to Darren and Heather Turner, the focus of this story, even though even though they went through a, a major, uh, major difficulties in their marriage and God restored that marriage, they've been under attack as well. And we just believe that, you know, through prayer, you know, we've been on our knees more times than I can count. Praying, God, God, we know that you are in control, and you're going to see this through to the finish line. Yeah. And um, and again, we know that we're going to have victory this week on the 26th. We know we will have victory because we're going to hear about marriages, relationships being restored, uh, I believe, left and right around the country and around the world in the months to come. I have a friend in Guam who manages KTWG AM 800. My family served there as missionaries back in the mid-'90s. Guam, they say, is where America's day begins. It's also a strategic location for our U.S. military. They are promoting Indivisible like crazy, even encouraging date night promotion to see the film. What do you want to say to the people of Guam who are going to actually see the movie before? Because the time difference 
before they see it here in the U.S. on the 26th. Well, well first, there's a lot of people jealous here uh, <laughs> where we are that would, would like to be seeing it then as well. But, you know, we just praise God, number one, for their support. We pray that lives will be changed in the theater hour, there, hours before we will see it here. And, um, you know, I, I believe that, you know, God can use this movie anywhere in the country, anywhere around the world, and definitely in Guam where there's uh, troops, even as we speak there, who are going through struggles yeah. in their own relationships. And I just pray that, that they'll be guided and led to the theater um, you know, when it opens uh, uh, in a few days. David, I want to take it back again to your personal relationship with your wife, Esther. You run an eye clinic, Total Eye Care, here in town, and then you're making you know major yes. movies. The balance between work, home, and making movies, how do you put that all together? You know, one, we have a, we have a strong staff and strong doctors that support us and, and thousands of patients that have followed us along this journey and prayed for us and, and uh, just encouraged us along the way. You know, they understand that we have to step out for a few weeks and make a movie, but we're coming back. God gave me a vision many years ago to be an eye doctor back when I was in high school many years ago. And and now he's given us a vision for something that, that can do great things to build his kingdom and, and lead people to the Lord. Something that was a true blessing to me, too, the night of the premiere. Your sons were introduced yes. to the audience. Two of them stood in uniforms. Yes. One, one happened to be my brother who served 25 years in the Air Force, yes, and the younger one who has just now, uh, he's at about a one-year, his one-year anniversary of joining the Air Force. My wife wanted him to be an optometrist as well, (laughs) but uh, he, as many of our children do, he needed to make his own decision and decided to follow in my brother's footsteps and serve our country, and, and he loves it. So excited about this movie, Indivisible. Again, coming to theaters October 26th, all across the country. David, something funny. I remember when going back to the Grace Car movie, I worked closely with you on some of the early screenings of that movie. We would attend area churches for screenings. And I remember it seemed like every time that we went out, somebody came up to you and handed you a movie script, an idea they had for a movie. Are you still having those kind of things happen to you? Yes, not only uh, being mailed to me all the time. Uh, sometimes patients try to hand me their scripts, <laughs> and uh, but I just say, look, if I take this from you, and anything in my next film remotely resembles what you're giving me, then 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 we're in trouble. <laughs> so um, what I try to do is encourage them, and if it's something that's far along in development, I try to make connections for them. But sometimes that's that's a difficult process as well. Yeah. What do you feel it takes to be a successful movie maker? Well, number one, just, uh, you know, if God has put something in their heart, as I tell young, young filmmakers, do not give up on your project. You know, uh, for example, if you're if you want to be a screenwriter and you feel like you have the number one script and people are telling you, hey, it needs a little more work. Uh, listen to what they're saying and don't be afraid to pass it on to someone who's been doing this. Perhaps they've, it's been their career and make an investment to try to make your, your script or whatever it is you're working on, your score, as strong as it can be. And, Byron, one other thing I want to add, you were talking about opening weekend, and I just want to add that for your listeners uh, who probably already have heard this from some other Christian filmmaker, but opening weekend is so key, so yeah, pivotal, very strategic, so pivotal, yeah. pivotal yeah. for a movie like this. Um, if you're going to go see it, try to see it opening weekend, 26th, 27th, 28th of October. And why is that? Because it has to do with the per-screen average of each theater, and really that's it's a, it's a complex formula, but really that's what allows it to stay in theaters for another two or three weeks. And if people continue then to spread the word through social media, through their church families, 
it can keep the movie around for many more weeks. So, yeah. But getting out there opening weekend is is an encouragement to every movie theater that's showing the film. It'll help them to keep it on that screen for, for many more weeks. Is the next David Evans film on the drawing boards, the idea for the next David Evans film, even remotely around right now? Yes, the next project I'm working on is a four-letter word, rest. <laughs> and, uh, 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 and and my wife and I are going to refocus on, on our lives, on our, on our eye care practice. <laughs> And then wait to see what God has has next for us. You know, I, I just pray we can continue to to lead people to Him through through this powerful medium. You know, more people. You know, the Kendricks start out their journey because they read a study that more people were influenced by what they saw on TV and movies than in church. Yes. Wow. And we all know that there's people who will go to a movie who will never set foot inside a church. So we're seeing that uh, just through a lot of the social media. Uh, comments we're seeing from some of the people that I know they're not Christians. I, I know by some of the way they make their comments on on Facebook, for example. But hey, they say we got to go see this. So praise the Lord. That's what we want. We want to bring everyone in to hear this story. And something we might want to add, David. I think there can be group rates. I think churches could actually buy that's a right. bulk of yeah. tickets. That's right. And take busloads. That's you know, To the movies. That's right. And that's probably a great idea. It's a great idea. You know, if you have a small group, a Sunday school class, if you have in your church a lot of couples, and you want to do a date night. There's no better movie you're going to see in the next many months that's anything like Indivisible, where you can bring couples in, maybe offer child care at your church, let them go and watch the movie, that you will be so happy you did that. Well, another thing I appreciate about the release at this time of the film is it's just prior to Veterans Day in November. We honor our veterans. This movie does that. You did an incredible job to communicate that you won't leave the movie without being touched in some way right you know there's yeah. something in the movie for everybody that's right and we we on our on our website even there's a way that you can donate to help soldiers go and see the film and that's another thing i would say to your listeners if you see the movie you believe in the story and you know a couple who have served in the military veterans people who are in active duty well, on your way out of the theater, just stop and buy a couple tickets yeah. and pass it on to those folks, especially around Veterans Day, and That's let them great, go see the film. What a great word, David. Yeah. You know, I, I try to make a habit. You know, you'll see oftentimes veterans wearing their hats, saying yes. they served in Vietnam yeah. or Second World War, Korea. And I usually take the time to stop and say, thank you for your service, for our freedom and protection of our country. You know, just thank you. you yeah, know? just take an extra moment to yeah. extend your hand. Thank you for your service. Buy them a cup of coffee, totally. Uh, a lunch, a dinner, and you'll feel so much better when you do that. Indivisible, the movie in theaters October 26. We want our Bite Radio Network listeners to please go see the film, tell your friends, share this information. The radio show will be a podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, Google Play, and also we have this uh, Facebook video here. We encourage you to share and let folks know about Indivisible. David, God bless you. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, Byron. For Christ's we pre- kingdom. We appreciate you, brother. Appreciate and, you and so much. And the family for sharing this information with their listeners. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. 